Good morning, contrarians. Well, tech stocks have officially entered a bear market. Welcome to the bear market. The NASDAQ yesterday closed down more than 3%, and that was enough to constitute a 20% drop from its all-time highs, which is the definition of a bear market. So we are now officially there. The NASDAQ did enter that territory very briefly last week at one point, but it didn't close there, and it did yesterday. So that's where we are. Dow Industrials and S&P 500 also suffered big losses yesterday. I think it was the worst for the S&P since October 2020. But these are not yet in bear market territory. Still just in correction mode. Correction defined as 10% from the all-time highs. Once again, exogenous forces have caused this market upheaval. This time, it's the Russian, Russian invasion of Ukraine that is to blame. Two years ago, of course, almost to the day, we had COVID start this start a same thing. That meltdown was a lot quicker and a lot slower and, and rebounded um, also pretty much immediately after the Fed flooded the market with liquidity. And the Fed has no such options this time around. Interest rates are at uh, lows already. They're at zero. And there are inflationary pressures across the board. We did not have those in early 2020. We certainly do now. And so the, Fed, so the Fed is kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. They can't really do anything in terms of providing relief. And the, the, and the fiscal side is probably pretty stuck as well. But the problem is, is quite simple, really. We have all this uncertainty over the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and more importantly, its impact on commodity supply chains and how that will affect the global economy. Got into that a little bit yesterday, don't want to do it again. The point is that it's just hard to see where there's going to be any sustained relief until that is resolved. And looking at commodities now, they are continuing their ascent again this morning. Most notably, nickel appears to be up by 70%, 7-0 to an all-time high. I don't know if that's correct, but it, there's a huge jump in the chart. Crude oil is up again, another 2%, trade around 123 a barrel. Palladium up 5%, gold, silver, and platinum also trending higher. Uh, we did have yesterday the International Energy Agency put together a 10-point plan for Europe to reduce its reliance on Russian supplies. Um, some of this stuff is pretty technical. I linked to the plan. You can see it if you like. Uh, unfortunately, no, no mention of African exploring African reserves or making use of those for Europe. Um, there's talks about nuclear stuff and, and uh, sustainable stuff. But anyway, I say unfortunately because, as you know, I, I took a, a punt on this Africa oil uh, stock, AOIFF, um, a very very small position. But anyway, uh, Russia now is warning that there will be $300 a barrel oil, quote, if not more. That's according to one of their, their honchos here. Um, if the Western countries refuse to uh, or proceed with cutting it off. And they're threatening to cut off to close a, a pipeline to Germany. Prices at the pump here in the U.S. are already flirting with all-time highs. I believe that was around $4.10 a gallon back in 2008. 
and it's now very close. In fact, I pumped yesterday or the day before. It was 405 or so. Adjusted for inflation, of course, we're already there. Um, and this is an average of, of, of gas prices across the country. So anyway, a couple of corporate events here to tell you about today that may distract us a little bit. Dick's Sporting Goods is due to, re to report this morning. We're also due to hear later from Petco, Casey's General Stores, and Ulta Beauty, uh, also Bumble after the close, but who really cares about that? There is also an Apple event today that is um, kicks off, I guess, later this morning from their headquarters out in Cupertino, and they apparently will announce a new iPhone and iPad and potentially maybe a Mac model. But this is, um, I wouldn't expect this to be too big because they do two of these events a year and one in the fall is usually bigger right ahead of the Christmas season. The bottom line. Well, we do have some signs of potential relief in the bond markets as there is selling across all maturities here this morning. The two-year is back up to 1.61%, up four basis points. The 10-year is up 10 basis points to trade around one85 the yield, that is, yields move inversely to prices. Still a long way from the highs that we saw before the invasion, but it is something, although it's worth noting that there have been spikes like this before, most notably last week, and it maybe doesn't mean anything. Like I said, there there just doesn't seem to be much of a catalyst here for any long-term sustainable uh, relief. Yes, Russia and Ukraine are continuing to speak, but progress is fleeting. They did agree to, I guess, apparently Russia signed off again now on a humanitarian corridor. But the concern now is about these higher commodity prices and how much, how longer, how much long we have until they usher in what's called demand destruction and take the global economy down with it. Estimates vary for different regions. Obviously, Europe and the Asia are more vulnerable than the U.S., but the clock is ticking. And again, unless there is some resolution on Russia and Ukraine, it's hard to see how there's going to be any kind of sustained rally in risk assets. So that's where we are again this morning. Welcome to the bear market for tech. Hope you aren't long tech. But who knows? Maybe there's buying opportunities. What do I know? Um, although I'm not, I'm not touching tech. But we are. Uh, that's where we are today, this Tuesday. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated. And I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.